Hello, friends and folks, and welcome to another episode of the Gotcha Pod. Uh, after much cajoling from Alan, I have finally decided to give up the unofficial name of Gotcha Bitch because Alan would never say it anyway because it's too offensive, which is fair enough. Uh, I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media, and I'm joined this time by two guests. First off, Gundam expert and, and Gunpla... Lord, we'll go with Gunpla Lord. There we go, Dylan. Hello, I'm Dylan. <laughs> and I don't need to come up with a fancy title for you because your name is Briar Sovereign. What the fuck? Yeah, I picked it up myself. So it's a good name. <laughs> so we are here. This is the Gotcha Pod. We're here to talk about Gotcha Pawn games on a podcast. Um. We've covered a couple of different ones in the past, and this episode has kind of been a while coming as I've been trying to gather my thoughts on uh, Gundam Battle Gunpla Warfare, the, as it sounds like, Mobile Suit Gundam gotcha game that has recently released in the West. Um, it is a uh, phone game, like most gotcha games, and it is a, it is a bit of a, a weird creature, I feel like, because... It is so clearly a lot of recycled assets and ideas from a different Gundam game, right? Yep, very much so. Um, so I guess just to start off, how much have each of us played? Um, I'll start off with myself, and this may shock you to find out. I played it intensely for like a week and a half, and then I deleted it. <laughs> um, I'm still actively playing it, regardless of all of its problems. Um, I have hit... Level 88. I don't know how many hours I put in, but I basically just leave it on on my desk, and uh, if I am in between doing things, I just do stuff in it. That's pretty much it. So I'm definitely closer to like your consumption of this game, Six, where I played it very intensely for maybe a week or two when it first launched. Now I just kind of treat it like a passive thing. I will, mm. if I'm busy, log on and just put something auto-battling. Part of the problem, of course, is so as as the person who uh, started a podcast about gotcha games, as you might expect, I play a lot of these. And so it's like I have a lot of other games that want to fill that like in between time. Mm -hmm. And so for me that I like I just don't find this one to be to be enough um, for its design. We'll talk about the ways that it it, it fails and, and succeeds. Um but also, I feel like it's important to establish, especially for uh, a gotcha game based on an existing IP, like what's our what's our Gundam fandom like, and also our our Gunpla fandom because this is not just a Gundam game; this is a Gunpla game. Uh, I'd say I'm a pretty big fan of both. Yeah, uh, I've been a Gundam fan for roughly nine years now, and uh, it's one of the few fandoms I've been involved in, for better or worse. Uh, um, and when it comes to Gunpla, I. I have many, <laughs> too many. All right, sounds like we're pretty much all in the all in the same boat here. I, uh, I have like, whenever I do my my like my cleaning of my my room once a once a week, just like okay, this this day I'm really gonna clean this place up. And near the end of it is always the part where I have to like open up random drawers in my desk and push runners into them, um, because there's just gunplay kits everywhere in this damn room. <laughs> Yeah, when I when I moved to the East Coast, uh, moving my gunpla was one of the more harrowing activities because uh, I've never had to move them that far before. <laughs> mm. So uh, no breakages happened, as far as I know. Though about 
80% of them are still in boxes, so I don't entirely know. Oof. Well, I wish you I wish you good luck. And you know, sometimes there are, I think there are instances where something's going to be break. It's going to be break. <laughs> something's going to break and you're going to be like, you know, actually, that's all right. Like, my first ever build was a very old Sharzaku 2. I didn't have clippers, so I did it with a pair of scissors. Oh. Um, <laughs> if that one breaks, it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's a, it's a disaster. <laughs> G- Gunplar, relatively cheap hobby. Um, Like, compared to other modeling hobbies. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's never as awful as you would think. Unless it's... Unless it happens to be, like, you know, a $100 kit or something. But a high-grade breaks, it it was a $10 kit, $15 kit, whatever, you know? Yeah. I, I would say Gunplur is particularly cheap in comparison to the game we're discussing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is... um. I don't, how much... Okay, how much gotcha experience do y'all have? Obviously, I have too much. Um, Before this, I... I have never actually stuck with a gacha game. I tried Fate Go. I had a really good first draw. I didn't play anymore. I played Langris or Mobile for a while, surprisingly. Uh, that was my most gacha experience. Uh, outside of that, uh, not really any. Just those two. Uh, I, I'm not a big gacha person traditionally. I played a little bit of Ground Blue. Um, hmm. Enough probably to know that this one has some problems. <laughs> this one is... Um... Greedy? It's really greedy. Yeah. Um. Actually, uh, one thing I could point out too. Uh, so I do play one other technical gotcha game. It's just not a phone one, so I didn't think of it. Gun and Battle Operation Two, which is an action PS4 game, oh, which sure. has, yeah. compared to this game, very generous rates. For instance, your average banner unit has like a seven percent drop rate uh, during the banner. Um. Hmm. Which. I think it's pretty fair considering this game has like a like three percent, but it's per part too. Like uh, so it's like a point one percent per part, and you need to get multiple parts in order to properly complete your gun plan. This, which is another mm. aspect we can talk about with how it's kind of greedy, you know? Yeah. Um. So have have y'all uh, have y'all caved and spent any money? I think I bought like there was like a a welcomer pack or something that I bought. And after that, I didn't spend any more money. Um, I haven't spent anything on this game yet. Uh, I also haven't spent anything because I'm. I had to move the iTunes store to a different, uh, like country to download it because I'm in the UK. <laughs> oh, and I don't think yep. it will let me. <laughs> uh, but also, I wouldn't want to because it's something like thirteen dollars to get a ten pole. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a you lot. know, actually, no. I'm thinking about it. I don't think I did spend money. I think while I was playing this, I pointedly spent money on Girls Frontline, the game that I actively play. <laughs> ah, fair enough. <laughs> Which is, by the way, a very generous gotcha game. It's great. You get to do it like you can do a ten pull every day, and it's no big deal. It's Dang. amazing. Yeah. Unless you can get a you can get a ten pull if there's maintenance. Yeah. <laughs> that. that... That's another thing we all tend to hope for is uh, maintenance hours so that we get our free uh, funny money in this one. Yeah. Uh, so, as as a game, how do you feel about like the, the game's combat? This is, I mean, okay, I never played the Gundam Breaker games, but this is just like a stripped-down phone port of Gundam Breaker 3, right? Actually, it's closer to New Gundam Breaker, which is a far worse Ooh. game. Now, 
I will give this game credit. New Gundam Breaker is a lot more imprecise and hard to control. This game is actually, for a phone game especially, controlled a little bit better than I thought it would. Um, but, yeah, this game is a lot more based on New Gundam Breaker, which, uh, as Breaker fans would know, is kind of the black sheep of the franchise. It's also the only one we got in the West, because Bandai Namco hates me personally. But, you know... Mm. <laughs> I think I'd bring up playing this one as well, is that like I don't play a lot of mobile games, especially action-focused ones, because I have trouble doing like precise movements with a touchscreen. Mm-hmm. But something you can do in this one, at least, is turn on just an AI for any battle, and it does it for you. Yeah, that is the nice thing, is that there, um, I feel like the AI is, is pretty decent. I don't know how smart it is, but it, it usually manages to win. Um, so I'm happy with that, though it can be very stupid in certain situations. Um, I yeah. ran through the whole campaign with, uh, with Jared piloting my, uh, my pseudo Gundam. And anytime one of the bigger units got into melee with Jared, he just sort of like froze up and didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, the, that's the, the, the sorry. AI. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, that seems to be the one failing I've noticed with the AI as well. Yeah, the AI has very particular quirks. Uh, it almost seems to be per character, too. Um, which is interesting, though not always the best, especially considering you have to draw for characters, so, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> well, and you know, if if it turns out that it's like, oh no, Jared is just a dude who'll freeze up if you get in his face. I mean, it's Jared. I guess that's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely have types, at least, which I assume informs what they do when you, like, deploy them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Um, so, beyond the beyond the combat, which I think is just, like, it's, you know, it controls better than you would expect, um, how do you feel about the building mechanics of the game? Okay, so for the building mechanics, to me, uh, so I, I've been a Gundam Breaker fan before this, um... The thing I have with this game, and I understand why it's here, I kind of have a dislike for how the parts are tiered, because the building, you you want to build what you think would be kind of cool, right? You, you're not just building mm-hmm. just for stats. I mean, this is a Gundam game, especially if you're a Gundam fan, you're probably going to be trying to, you know, make your own Gunpla. That's the whole point. Um, the parts are very strictly tiered, in my opinion. Um, like... You can upgrade parts to higher rarities, however, in doing so, it doesn't really bring them up to the same level of stats and such. So, the the building is limited because of that, but I do think that the whole... There's the uh, word tag system that it has, too, which is providing you bonuses based on, like, uh, random tags, like protagonist, close combat, Gundam type. Um... Mm-hmm. Trying to combine parts to get yourself these word tags can be both interesting and yet sometimes frustrating because, you know, the, the only parts only have two tags. You know, sometimes they feel a little weird. Like, you have Gundam type as a tag, but not all Gundam type mobile suits have that. Um, mm-hmm. And so on. The building... <sighs> there are things I like and things I don't like, basically. It is a land of contrast. Um, <laughs> for me, at least. But... Um, as someone who's never played any of the Breaker games, I would say at, at first, at least, I was definitely very swayed, like, oh, I can make my own cool little custom Gundams. But 
just like the clutter of having so many pieces and again like the tier stuff that Dylan's already mentioned mm-hmm. is really confusing and distracting and generally off-putting I think yeah I think the tier stuff is one of the biggest problems with the game honestly um is is how like if if you draw a like I mean even with the same example right so if you pre-ordered the game or pre whatever you did the pre-download campaign you got uh like a special like two-star version of uh or was it three star it might be three star no it's two star version of uh the wing gundam and the og like 0079 rx 782 gundam as parts um but if you draw them from the gotcha you get five star versions of those and if you take those two star versions and you do the ridiculous amount of legwork to upgrade them to five stars they're not as good as their five star counterparts yep they're which doesn't it's they're they're way worse in fact Mm -hmm. um it's it's a very clear divide (laughs) yeah um so like basically five stars are the only things worth having um like native five stars anything that's been upgraded like is just you compromising on a slot that you can't get something better on and it really does ruin that vision because it's like i mean what are the five stars they're the protagonist gundams pretty much right? yeah sometimes uh sometimes you get a nice rival unit like currently we have the cubile going on but the th- the other thing to note is that so i'm looking at the drop rate for the current pool um so four star being the highest actually so we got the pinks which are the four the blues, oh, which right. are three, and then greens, which are two. Now, two stars are almost never worth using. Uh, the blue ones, they are somewhat worth using. Um, the, it, like I had mentioned, those word tags, they do have a surprising effect on gameplay, and there's not enough of the pink parts to really get any proper like word tags from mixing those around, um, unless you somehow got every single one of those parts. Now, that's another mm-hmm. thing. You're not. You have to consider that every gunpla is made of all the different parts, right? You have these seven parts that make up the gunpla, plus that pilot, plus the shield. So, um, each part, like right now, for instance, has a 0.2% drop rate if you did a single draw, and if you do a multi-draw, you get a single draw where they have a 0.6% drop rate. Um, that's not very high, and no. you're getting so so you if you get one pink part you know, from that points, the drop where you have like a 17% chance of getting a single one, a point six of hopefully one you want, you're getting one part of your Gundam, your Gunpla. You're not getting like a whole package deal out of it. It's not like when you get a really good character in a gacha game. You know, sometimes gacha games have like equipment and stuff like that as well, but mm-hmm. you're usually not m- dealing with so many parts at once that you're going to want to have at a high rarity. Yeah, and also, I mean, like, you're not just, like, pretty quickly, you're not just fielding one mobile suit, you're fielding three. Yes, that's another thing, yeah. You're, you're fielding a whole squad. And so that, you multiply that number by three, and it's like, you need so many good parts in order to stay relevant, basically. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, right now, the game's content, it isn't amazingly hard until you suddenly hit the end of the story, in which, um... Mm-hmm. Uh, suddenly the game's difficulty jumps up a couple of times. Um, but, yeah. A thing I think is worth mentioning in regards to the drop rates as well, especially with kind of the the banner ones, which are limited time, 
the way the events work in this game, where they give you a certain amount of currency based on how many parts from the banner you have, also makes it really hard to just kind of grind anything from these events unless you get lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a multiplier in place where the the problem is the base rates are not good for these events. So, you know, you, you do the event, you get like, I don't remember what the calculation is, per energy spent because they like, you know, each mission costs energy. It has an energy system. It's not going to let you play missions infinitely because it's a catchy game. Uh, so you if you don't get any of those parts or see, the other thing is when you pull on these banners... At times, uh, there's other, you know, super rare parts that are on the banner. So you, you, you might get a pink part, like one of the high rarity ones, but it's not one of the ones you need for the current event. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the events are good because not only do they have, um, you know, other mobile suit parts and such on there, there's also the very sought um, upgrade parts, like the, the parts to uh, tear up your mobile suit. Um Doing that to pink parts makes them immeasurably strong, as I've learned uh, while playing. So you really want to try to get like these really expensive parts that you end up grinding the whole week for, and you may not even be able to get them if you don't have those multipliers. Hmm. It's very fraught. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's there's a lot of elements of of the gotcha element of this game that seem pretty ill considered. Yeah. Um. I will outright say it seems pretty greedy. (laughs) Especially considering if I go into the shop and look at the actual... The the money prices in this game are are wild. Um, Now, if we don't include that one-time offer, that little welcome package, which gets you a single 10-draw, you have to pay... They See, they they don't even have a good tiering system for this because the the Haro chip amounts are all over the place. So, Mm -hmm. to get a minimum of a 10-draw, you could end up buying a the 1850 Haro chips for $14. $14 for a single 10 draw to maybe not even get a single rare part seems a little ridiculous. Yeah, that's the other thing is a lot for for most gacha games you get uh like if you do the 10 draw you get a guarantee of one rare. Yeah. So. Yeah. And this one you get a guarantee of either one blue or pink, but as we said, the the problem is that there's a big gulf between those and stats. They're not mm-hmm. they're not really equal. You, you do want blue parts for word tags and some later stuff, but you're still you're gonna be needing pink parts as well, the three the four star rare ones. I almost wanna mm-hmm. say five star every time. This game's tearing system is a little weird. Well I mean the, the it when it gets gold it's five stars. When you upgrade a pink oh, yeah, it's yeah, five that's stars. True, yeah. So And those are um, uh ridiculous. Because uh, I do have two of those. Uh because even though I hate this game and I'll complain about it on here, I still play it a lot. <laughs> the other thing that I feel like is kind of weird is, like, with the with the star balancing, is it feels like they tried to do, with the star balancing, they're like, well, so obviously the, the like, higher star rating is going to be way more powerful, but we'll offset that by having this system of, like, cost, where, like, there's a certain amount of cost that each part has associated with it and if you go over the cost then you get like a like you get nerfed for that mission right yeah i've literally never encountered that thing and all i've ever done is equip the strongest stuff I have. yeah i was gonna say like i've got my 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 primary mobile suit right now has like two golds and almost all pinks and like it's not even close to like if you level up fast enough it's not even close to uh being over cost 
And it, it does consider the cost of your whole team, but no one's going to be putting enough money in to have an entire team like well, that. Well, it's a gotcha game. Let's not say no Well, one, okay, yes, but... that's true, that's true. <laughs> um, I'm certainly not going to. Um, yeah. And I, even then, like, uh, my current cost limit is, like, at level 89, which I just hit, um, is 2,290. My squad cost is still, like, 100 under that, and it's it's hard to make up 100 cost. Like, once you build your suits, they're pretty much... The cost is very incremental. It's mm-hmm. it's never come up in gameplay, so it's one of those really superfluous, super, superfluous systems um, that, like, feels just kind of tacked on, and maybe it will punish someone who's level 1 and just spends, like, a hundred bucks on the game and just grabs all the rarest parts, but it becomes mm. irrelevant so quick that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for what it's worth, I I am running up against my squad cast like max really? with my main huh, squad. Okay. Um, I'm a good like sixty points over it with my main squad, which is why I've been using a backup one for a week oh. or two. Okay. How did you manage that? Uh, I don't know. Just good like, pulls. Maybe I just haven't been leveling up very good. Maybe it is just good pulls, but. I think I'm level 45 right now, so I have a, a cap of 1,850, and I'm just above that at 1910. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I am also level 89, which makes it a little hard to uh, evaluate <laughs> some of the earlier level things. Yeah, fair enough. Huh. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you're, you're using this, you know, this system comes in place based on, like, your progression and stuff, um, and so probably you're encouraged to go through this game pretty quickly because you just want to be there for all the great story you're going to get. <laughs> about that. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, you know, a thrilling narrative about, like, love and, ro- and like, drama, and it's, like, the, the fate of the world, and, uh, God, I just, I, ugh. Is that what it was about? I skipped it. I yeah. I I I, uh, I I I read like two story scenes before I went. Oh, I see how this is gonna be, and then I just started skipping it the whole way through. I didn't skip anything. It is all exactly what you saw. <laughs> there is not a single curveball. To its credit, I did go like a good few chapters in before I started skipping. But then I just wanted to get through it. That's not to its credit. That's just to yours. That's just proving that you're a patient person, which I respect. Yeah. I'll take that. Um, <laughs> yeah, the um, the story is already reminiscent of, like... I, you know, I, I don't want to accuse it of this, because I did start skipping at some point. But the fact that you're playing as the blank male character, and all the side characters who are on your side are, um, you know, various women who also play the game... Just kind of makes my brain go, huh? Were they going to try to do the weird dating sim thing that they did with a uh, new Gundam Breaker? Because let me tell you, not here for that either. <laughs> That's weird. No, oh. I don't. I don't think they will. <laughs> no, go ahead. What you got? Oh, uh, I, just because you, your reaction there. Uh, I, I don't know if either of you two knew this with New Gundam Breaker, but New Gundam Breaker's story is very dating sim. Hmm. Yeah. I did not know that. Yep. Um, so you're saying that it could be salvaged, that there's, like, good stuff in that game. Let me tell you, when I buy my Gunpla game where I'm, you know, trying to just build Gunpla and share that with my friends and all that, the thing I'm looking forward to is random rated E CGs that they still want to throw in there because it's a dating sim. <laughs> yeah. 
No, it's it's really weird. It's really weird. Huh. Well, yeah. So so when like, it's weird because like it's, it feels like it's even the more toned down version of this, where like you can at points in the story like do some like really clumsy teenage awkward flirting and people are like uh what are you doing and then when they have their own because i tried it a few times just to be like i mean does this even change the dialogue and they're just like oh what and then go back on dialogue track um but like the characters themselves as you say it's just a whole bunch of like high school girls being like oh my god you're the best senpai you're so cool and it's like mm, what are we doing yeah. There was there was like one other guy, but I don't know what his deal was because I skipped the story and he only popped up again near the end. Oh yeah, so he was uh, he was the one of the founding members of your gunpla club at your school, uh-huh. um, but he's also like his parents are dead, so he's having to raise his his siblings by himself, and so he went to go work for the evil school because they'd pay him more, and he turned evil. That, huh. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad I skipped through it. What? I just told you how great it was. Mm. Amazing. Amazing. So it's like it's like like you were you were at Swan's Lake. Same thing. <laughs> uh, another thing I will mention real quick is that uh, the, you know, it's a 3D game, 3D graphics. You know, action. Um, it wants your battery too. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It also it wants goes, like all of the storage you have on your phone, all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a it's a hungry friend. Um, so money and batteries and and also yeah, uh, gigs. It'll take it all. Yeah, whatever you got. Um, even even running the game in light mode, uh, which apparently is supposed to turn down the graphics, doesn't really do too much to that. The game is still a battery hog. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I know that. Um, my partner's phones can't even run it uh it just doesn't work uh and they have they're they're not really old iphones they're you know this this game has some strict requirements hmm yeah i'm running uh i'm running an iphone se which is pretty it's decently old at this point and it can run the game but it does at times it has some trouble so yeah so i mean i guess my question i feel like we're we're all like pretty down on the game though though you two are playing it anyway <laughs> yeah um yeah. and i guess i'm curious what like what do you feel like this game what do you want from this game what do you need from this game what should they do going forward to make this game work a little better be a little more compelling uh besides obviously i mean like number one with a bullet is just uh make it more respectful of people's money and time yeah i mean that's i think that's something that we can all agree on for sure Mm-hmm. Um, for me, see, my my thing would be that th- I I wish there was a consistent way to get the hard coins as well without just spending money because there's dailies. You get twenty hard coins for a daily. Um, now there are other qu- achievements, quests, whatever that sometimes will give them like leveling up every ten levels. You'll get four hundred of them, but. It feels like the game is very finicky about giving those away. And the game is early in its lifespan. The game's been out for, what, like five weeks now, I think? Mm-hmm. Something like that? Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's it's early in its lifespan, but, like, you have dailies that give you 20. Um, once you hit level cap and you finish, like, the story missions, there's not really any easy way to grab them. You, you finish your story missions, 
You can get some from free missions, but it's a very long and tedious process. And again, once you eventually hit a point, there's just no more to get. There's just it's it's done. It's like okay, please give us money now, um, mm-hmm. or or hope for maintenance. As what happened, you know, recently where they had to extend the maintenance out and it had gone on for like twelve hours or so. Um, yeah, that was a long, that, that was the time where I re-downloaded this game in preparation for the podcast. And I was like, did they, did, is the game over? I, I've tried numerous times over the course of literally 12 hours and I can't get into this game. Yep. And like they, they, they gave us a 10 draw from that. That's pretty much where the most generous, uh, giving out of, uh, the funny money has been. It's just, oh, maintenance happened or, oh, the arena went down or any number of things that happened that are just like, oh, cool. They made a mistake. Now we get our. Now we can actually like get Hell a yeah, draw. Hell yeah, they fucked up. <laughs> like like we we joke about it in um the uh, abnormal mapping Discord, but it's like the thing we look most forward to is them messing up so that we can get the free money, which feels a little skewed, you know. Mods are asleep. Do a ten draw. <laughs> yeah, like uh, other than that, like I, I I just think if the game felt less greedy, I would probably like it a bit more, but. You know, I can deal with the energy system. I understand that. I can deal with, like... Even I could deal with the tiering of parts if there was an easy way to get those parts. But at the moment, just in my opinion, I I don't think... Unless you're, like, literally sitting here, like, farming it at all hours. Like, I, like, I, I don't really super pay attention to it. But I have it always on. So... You know, if you have other games that you're playing or other things you're doing, you're not going to have the time to really be able to get a lot of draws in this. And it's it's kind of disappointing in that aspect. Yeah, I think I'm much on the same page where I would just like it if I could kind of get more out of it. A thing we haven't talked about, but I like a lot about this game, is the collection, where you can just kind of mm. view every suit that's in the game, whether or not you still own those parts. Mm-hmm. But it's difficult to fill because there's no reliable way of getting any of those parts. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, actually, bringing up the collection has a gameplay element that I think we kind of, we didn't mention. So, the, um, the way customizing your, your Gunpla works in terms of, like, painting is actually based on those collections as well. So, when you have a part, it could just be its default colors, or you can paint it with paint schemes that you unlock. You unlock those by, uh, by just, uh, getting all the parts in a collection, all the body parts. You don't need their weapons or anything. Um, that's something that I kind of wish was a little bit more adjustable, though, because these Gunpla, like, even even putting a Gundam colors on another Gundam doesn't always work out the way you would want it to, because, mm-hmm. you know, there's... I, I, I'm assuming they just literally brought the system over from, like, New Gundam Breaker or even old the older games, where... There's a bunch of color swatches, and then there's colors that match those, like, you know, each of those, like, little switches. Um, but the thing is, they're very different for all the mobile suits. Like, the second slot on one gun might color the faceplate. The second slot on another might color the antenna. So, it would be nice if you could kind of rearrange those or something. That's that's a very minor thing, but I do wish you could paint a little bit easily in this. Because, you know, it, you're making your own gunpla. It'd be, it'd be nice if... I, if you could at least rearrange the colors around a little bit more. Mm. Even if you still had to unlock them. That I don't care about as much, but... Just a little gameplay thing I thought about. <laughs> it could, Yeah, it definitely could be better, though I will say for a, for a, like a phone game, it's it's 
decently like it's it's fairly impressive given what they've got. Yeah, you know? I, that, that's what I'm trying to be measured to because I, I'm spoiled by the console versions of these. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Um, I would love to see mobile armors in this game. Mm. Oh, same. Mobile armors rule. No one gives mobile armors enough love. We 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 did have that little uh that little animated sequence that to announce this game uh that showed off at least as bosses there'll probably be mobile armors when or if they ever update the story. I don't even know how this game is doing in terms of uh success, so I don't know if we'll ever get to that point, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean I think probably because it's because Gundam fans are so starved, I bet it's doing fine. That's fair. Um, but like, yeah, I. You know, what if instead of fielding three gunpla, you could field one big zam? <laughs> and I could just step on people. Yeah, that'd be, that'd <sighs> be pretty neat. And I was just going to say, uh, and I imagine you were going to go to this next, uh, just because uh, you have a squad of three. Why can't you group mm-hmm. up with two other friends to do missions together? Or even like special multiplayer yeah. missions? That That seems like that would be kind of neat. Uh huh, and it's it's totally a it's extremely a gotcha thing. Like most gotcha have have some kind of uh, co-op equivalent. Now you know, obviously not all of them, but it's it's a very common idea. You could have like, I mean, again, maybe that'd be a way to introduce the mobile armors as like enemies where you needed to have friends to fight them, you know, mm-hmm. or something. It seems like there's some there's definitely some potential there. Um, I don't know. I I feel like I don't even dare hope for a story that I would care about. <laughs> Yeah, no, that that, that I, ship has sailed for me. <laughs> I think it's unlikely. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that's... So, I don't know, is, is it like... I feel like I've said what I want to say. Is there anything else you, you, you folks want to you wanna throw out there about this game? Uh, do, you, do you want me to put your, your, you know, your user handles in the fucking show notes? Like, how do you, what do you want to do? Um... Nothing I could think of, really. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's unfortunately a follower and friend limit, so if you just keep posting it on Twitter enough, you'll eventually just hit that. Which is goes up with levels, which is like what? Yeah, that's... I've literally never seen a gacha game do you, this you, before. You have to level up in order to gain clout. It's how it works. It's just... <laughs> it's really silly. Unless you spend time... Like, imagine any other game saying like well this is a game where you get involved because your friends are also involved and you talk about it with them and so like friends are really the gateway into this game so we're gonna limit it so you can't make friends until you've played a bunch of it (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) this game has so many weird like little things like that too like it's it's weird I, I, I want to like this game. I mean, clear, like I said, clearly I still play it. I don't play any other gacha game, though. It's literally just a... I have this on my phone, and I can just go to it in between doing other things, but... um, Yeah. Yeah. Listen, we should talk off the air. I can hook you up with some really good gacha games. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> I'm scared of getting... No, none of them will have guns. See, so. I'm... Sc- well, that's already the big minus. Uh, but the yeah. other one being, like... I, I almost don't want a good gotcha game because I don't ever want to feel too incentivized to spend too much money. <laughs> sure, sure, that's fair. But, yeah. Um, yeah, other than, like, hopping back to the collections a second and mentioning, like, it feels good to finish a suit off and unlock the paint for it. You get a picture of, like, the box for that mobile suit, mm-hmm. which is pretty neat as well, but I don't think mm-hmm. I have anything else I want to hit on. Yeah. 
Let us customize that little board that shows off the boxes in the corner instead of it just being random every time. <laughs> Make it like a little trophy. Also, let, let, why can't we? You should be able to use like and this is this is me playing too much Dota probably, but like you should be able to use those box arts as like loading screen art. Yeah, I think I do think they actually made it so um, you can use them as backgrounds for your little profile picture, which is pretty cute. Uh, this game has a lot of cute little things like that. Like I, we we didn't really touch on that, but it does have like when you're setting your profile, you can pose your model like it has a bunch of pre-made poses and then like a background and. You could do a lot of that, which is really nice. There's a lot of cute little features there. That's probably why the, like, those are the things I like in this, you know? Mm -hmm. Just all the things that are emphasizing, hey, you're building a gunpla and you get to show it off and, you know. If you didn't if you didn't do Requa and a bizarrely painted at guy or sorry, bear guy, then I don't know what you're doing with your profile. <laughs> you need to rethink it. Um I think actually one thing I would like I'm already playing a lot of these battles like automated. It would be cool if I could just kind of set that going and just use all my energy up. Mm. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, they, they have skip tickets, which are interesting because not only do you have to fully like max out the stars of a mission in order to automatically do it, you also need tickets to do so. So it's like there's two requirements going on there. Um, mm -hmm. and it's, they don't really get, skip tickets are kind of like, they randomly appear in the shop every now and then. There's this little shop where you can spend the, uh, the, the other in-game currency, which is just the one you earn from doing stuff. Uh, and, uh, that shop doesn't really have anything worth, though. It's always low-tier parts that you're not going to use, because we, we talked about how, uh, like, two-star parts are usable, or not even usable, um, one star parts. <laughs> no. Yeah, they're only they're only good if it's like, oh, I need this last part to complete my collection so I can get the paints. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I'm sure at the point you're at, that's no longer a thing. You're like, no, I've got I've got the one star stuff. I'm good. Yeah, for 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 my end of things, like there's not a ton of one star suits. So once you finally no. get them all, it's and oh, the 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 most useless gacha of all time, which is the. Uh, the friend point. The friend gacha. points. Yeah. Oh. Uh, There's it's like, what if we filled your inventory with trash? Yeah. It's not. It doesn't even give you um. You know, a decent amount of experience for like leveling them up because when you level up parts, you use like upgrade parts, obviously, or you could just use parts of the same type. But having the trash parts, they don't even give you any experience. There's just there's almost no reason for them after a point. So you start accumulating these friend points and you do a ten draw and you're like, wait, why did I do that? I got nothing of value <laughs> i just i just added 10 more parts to my limited inventory pool mm -hmm. well i guess i could sell them cool i got i got uh the amount of dp that i would get for beating a mission <laughs> sick it's great yeah it's a it's a it's a poorly thought out system which is a lot of this game. yeah it's 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 got many systems like like as we noticed we brought up like random systems as we went on the oh yeah i remember this happening there's so many systems, not all of them are thought out. <laughs> yeah. But. All right, well, I think it's time to kick it to our plug zone. So this means this is our spot where you can promote yourself and your work upon the internet, but you don't have to. And also, you can, you can promote someone else's if you're like, no, I don't have anything, but like, hey, you should check out this. So, plug away. Uh, Dylan, you first. Um... Yeah, so I'm on Twitter at LowPolyRobot, no spaces or anything. Uh, I mostly just post uh, live tweets of video games and robots. That's what I do. Um, 
Also, please listen to uh, Abnormal Mapping. That's all. <laughs> That's my plug. All right. Briar, what about you? Yeah, so you can also find me on Twitter at Wagazal. Uh, you can also find links there to all the stuff I do, including my tabletop role-playing game, Armoristia, which is kind of in playtesting at the minute, but you can pick it up for free. Sick. All right. I uh, Yeah, actually, I need to. I haven't been running a lot of tabletop stuff lately, but I should check that one out. I'd recommend it. Uh, as far as uh, my stuff, I'm at 6detmar on Twitter, S-A-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. Um, and I have a pinned tweet on my profile that tells you all the work that I do, so I don't have to have really long plug segments, because otherwise they would be very long. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for, for joining us. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you, Briar. Yep, no problem. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yep. And uh, next time we have Gunpla to talk about we won't be back because this isn't a gunpla podcast and i forgot what i was talking about gotcha games <laughs> <laughs> peace out <laughs>